This is, this is the In The Black Podcast. In The Black, bro. Speaking, speaking, speaking oh of, speaking, speaking of, of, of unusual and freaky stuff. Um, we, we honestly, we honestly have some of the best fans, I think, on this side of the podcast universe, but that has a downside in many instances, uh, as well. I had a, I had a person come into my DMs and explain to me how she was sent to urgent care because her her man gave her uh, was kissing the cat. So apparently you have to be wait, one of the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. Big chunk out there. Now what the hell would you wait, 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 the wait. thought process that you would think that'd be a good story to tell here on this podcast that some woman slid into your DM to tell you about her vagina being sucked on? You think that was a good idea? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you must forget who listened to this. You go ahead. I'm gonna sit back there and just chill and see my popcorn. Bro, this is that right? hey, that's a that's a cuff, 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 cuff. Yeah, Bro, that's, that's group chat. <laughs> you know, There's some leaps of logic there. There's some leaps of logic going on there. How do you go from kissing to the to, to the EMT? Like, what, what, what happened? What's wrong with you? Hey, listen, man. Hey, I ain't here to bring up a happy home. You go ahead. Elgin. Elgin. The DMs are clear by management. Listen, listen. <laughs> so apparently, so apparently, uh, her husband, or excuse me, not her husband, her partner, not her husband, her partner recently got some special mouthwash and used the mouthwash before going downtown. And it set her coochie on fire. Now, mind you, she didn't know that's what it was. So, all of a sudden, her coochie was on fire. First and she off, ran to, hold on, let me. Never, nope, I need you never to say coochie again with three dudes on the air. Like, that's first off, you don't say coochie amongst three men. That's some shit that you say with your daughter and her friends is coochie. You don't say coochie around me, brother. That's a violation. What the fuck wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> Fuck you talking about coochie. You better, you better I never say coochie here. I'm, I'm fucking done with this nigga Elgin today. We're <laughs> talking about coochie. So I got a ninth grade basketball game somewhere. Oh, 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 I test your coochie. <clears throat> smell, smell, smell. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my uh, my apologies, Elgin. Her vagina was burning for several hours. <laughs> my guy, she said that for like three hours while she's sitting, 
She said for hey, an hour after. Can you, after, can you send her over to my DMs? I got some information for her. All right, I got some some instructions for her. Send her over to my DMs. I can help her out. Don't worry about it. I got some mouthwash for you, sis. Don't worry about it. Come on. Like I, like I said, she said she didn't know what was going on. She just said she knows her. You just said the fuck out. Shut up. God damn it. Shut up. Shut up. She said her stuff was burning. She said she. I know they be wilding out, my guy. They be wilding out like shit. They be wilding out, boy. So her shit, her shit was burning. She ran to urgent care, man. It's like she sat there in the damn waiting room. Shit still burning, 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 burning. She's talking to the doctor, and she's like, "Okay, uh, so what the hell was you doing that got your shit burning?" She's like, "Well, you know, this is what happened before we got there." I said. So maybe we should call him and find out what's going on. If that's the case, we got to find out the correlation. So they call the they call this the partner. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, well you know, I, I just use this mouthwash that I just got or whatever. Say, so, oh yeah, that's a, that's it because of some of the components that's inside. Just set her shit ablaze. And she said for hours. That sounds like an allergic reaction. She said for hours. She said for hours that thing was on fire. She said, and there's nothing she could do about it. It's like, there's no ointments, well, no creams, no nothing. There, there is something you can talk about it. Slide my DMs, I'll tell you all about it. You know what, you, you know what, she, you know what? That part of her, you know what? <laughs> I got some preventive maintenance for I'm, 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 I'm speaking as the son of a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> but he might, he might. I'll get up underneath the hood for you, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Allergic alcohol. The dipstick is ready, my guy. <laughs> the, the, the alcohol in that part of my body. That's probably what yeah, it is. That's probably it. That's probably it. Because it's an incredibly sensitive area. Because alcohol I mean, should be down really, there. Really, alcohol yeah, should be nowhere near the cushion. Sorry, Elgin. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again <laughs> is the incredible. <laughs> This is a podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to cover the creative. I can't even finish. You guys know what time it is, man. Crush, say what's up. El just say what's up, man. Damn. I'm not talking to either one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> this is a solo show. I'm talking directly to y'all. I'm like, no, I'm talking to this motherfucker. Let me tell you what, though. If you don't, if you have not become a member of our Patreons, become if you have not shelled out some change, you are missing literally an hour full of some of the greatest comedy that you will ever I'm talking about from start to finish ladies and gentlemen I mean you start talking about kids to coochie I just want to tell you <laughs> it's Casey and Jojo up in this joint like, hey, <laughs> you don't want to miss it I'm telling you oh, hey uh, 
we want you to guys before we get into the show we want you guys to do us a favor please if you haven't subscribed subscribe to the show so that you don't miss out on the most recent videos and also make sure that you hit that thumbs up it helps the algorithm and goes a long way it's free and costs you nothing but it helps us out tremendously so please go ahead and do that and Elgin's already told you come on over to our Patreon where you can get some behind the scenes you want trust me you're not gonna you're not gonna regret that at all um crush what do we have on deck for tonight, man? Let's let's go ahead and jump into it. Oh, man, um, coincidentally, since we're talking about all these uh, changes that people want to make, I um, thought he's about to say since we're talking about coochie, Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, no, 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 we're talking about schools and books here. <laughs> since you guys mentioned book bans earlier, um, I just came across an article that cites specifically Scholastic, the publisher, is actually forcing an author not to use. One keyword in a book about racism. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the, the, the uh, yeah, Maggie uh, Takuda Hall wanted to license her book, Love in the Library, and feature it in an Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander narratives collection. The book, for kids aged 69, follows the story of her real life grandparents, whose uh, beautiful love story blossomed uh, during the World War II era. However, um, however, Scholastic requested that uh, she actually remove uh, the word racism uh, <laughs> from from the book, and um, apparently they were successful, including which actually included uh, some kind of you know, strange preamble explaining explaining this. Um, oh, oh so re, 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 I want you to step back for a second, Crush. Yeah. You said that Scholastic specifically asked her to remove the word racism from her from her work is that correct correct let me let me get more yes. specific here if i can that's correct as soon yeah as soon on yeah uh, mr kudahal's blog scholastic proposed edits that were essentially an attempt to take out the most uncomfortable and necessary part of her book the paragraph they wanted to strike out read as, as much as I would hope this would be a story of a distant past, it is not. It is very much the story of America here and now. The racism that put my grandparents into Minidoka is the same hate that keeps children in cages on our border. It's the myth of white supremacy that brought slavery to our past and allows the police to murder black people in our present. So that, but uh, that wasn't the only thing that they wanted to, uh, to actually admit. Um, just also, they also, they also wanted to exclude the word. They wanted to exclude the word. Oh, well, yeah. This was part of the this, this paragraph was part of the author's note in the beginning of the book itself. And they went. They wanted her to uh, remove the word racism along, I believe, with most of that paragraph. They wanted to They wanted to repackage the whole book as a, as a love story. But she's like, you know, a part of their love story was shaped by the racism in this country. Hmm. Oh. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, apparently, is on track to be to be uh, to be the, the this to beat last year's book banning record. Yeah, I think I think if we have again, if we haven't learned anything, we should have been paying attention closely to the much heated battle of critical race theory here in the past couple of years. The battle of critical race theory was. Uh, not the beginning of this fight to whitewash, Europeanize 
uh, literature, particularly books. It's been something that's been going on for generations. There is a long history of these book companies, particularly textbook companies, who have removed certain words such as enslaved and replaced it with indentured servant. Uh, as we've seen taking place, I think it was the, the folks down in where? Guess where? Texas. But it's a major uh, major textbook company. McGraw-Hill. McGraw-Hill. That is one of the largest textbook, co textbook companies in the world. Yep. But we've seen this. We've seen it the other day, and I can't remember where it's taking place at right now, where one of, there's legislation on the books that is moving rather rapidly to close libraries, right? Yeah, to close libraries. Uh, it's also, yep, to close libraries, because again, close libraries. to close libraries, librarians are often the unsung heroes in grassroots movements, because they have been able to, A, provide a space for us to hold our meetings, right? Uh, there's always usually ample space. Also, they've been able to allow us to connect with authors. They've been allow us to get the text and the books that we've wanted. This is one of the areas where I will give white people credit. White, liberal, progressive, leftist women have been wildly helpful in this area of making sure that revolutionary, radical materials have been on your bookshelves in libraries. Really? Absolutely. True story. <clears throat> so it's not new that we're seeing this take place with that. And I want I, I wanted to give that backstory because this is not a new situation. It's not even actually surprising. Again, we just got this talking about it a moment ago on the off the cuff with old boy down in, uh, in, in Texas. What he's doing, we're seeing this right now. There's a huge movement uh, <laughs> against in school boards where these white evangelical conservative groups are moving people into communities and using these people to infiltrate school boards to remove and implement their particular curriculum, that curriculum that is not going to be harmful to white children. And you know what's harmful to white children? Shit that makes white people uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. So this is not a new phenomenon. And it's actually picking up steam. I I'm yeah. just... Glad that it's starting to get more in the mainstream media. That way people can begin to wake up. So when you go to your local Barnes & Noble, which is not a leftist, radical, revolutionary organization, but when they have that table full of banned books, that's a win. That's a win, ladies and gentlemen. That's a win. Even though they're going to make money off of it, that's a win. Because those books, and when you look at it, you're like, why the fuck is this book banned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the and thing, I, right? Let's pick it up soon. One of the, and I, that McGraw-Hill story actually happened in 2016, 2016. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. where we were talking about the, 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 the what do you call it, the transatlantic slave oh. trade, and how they said that they were bringing unpaid workers from Africa to workers. the United to the United States. When we when we initially heard that, we thought that it was wild, Satire. right? Sure. We thought, yeah, exactly. We thought it was a a, a piece from the onion, but yeah. we know that at the, unfortunately now it seems to be it is the thing. We talked about it in the previous segment as well when we were talking about gun violence and 
the laws that are being put in place by some of these state legislatures to keep certain rules in place. All of these things that are happening are happening at the local level, are happening at the grassroots level, happening at the state level, right? Because the federal government does not want to infringe on states' rights, giving them the opportunity to, yep, cannot, giving them the opportunity to make these decisions. And then you have these zealous uh, supermajority states or legislatures that come up with the ideas of, well, we're not going to put Rosa Parks the life of Rosa Parks in the library because her story offends or makes white kids feel uncomfortable. And these are actually and they, they empower black children. Yeah. Well, that's always the last thing. It's not about oh, that's empowering like, that's black children. They're never going to yeah, say that. Out they're out. never going to say that. Yeah, they're never going to say that. But you see that these things are picking up steam. And the reason why it's picking up steam, honestly, in my opinion, is honestly because we didn't make enough noise about it from the very beginning. Well, if folks, if folks, I believe, it, like that McGraw Hill story was like one of three that no, came no, out that were very you. similar. No, no, no. And I, I, agree, I absolutely agree that we haven't made enough noise. But shout out to the homie Dylan Rodriguez because one of the things Dylan Rodriguez stated in his book, White Reconstruction, is that every time black people make any any semblance of progress white folks come out of the woodworks with the greatest scheme of white terrorism yeah, and i believe yeah. unfortunately and it's going to say wild sound wild as fuck that much of this shit is to make sure that you have never have another motherfucking barack obama in the white house as much as his politics might have been might chop your ass needed, i dig i dig it they, I dig they're it. doing everything possible to make sure that a what they had during the George Floyd uprisings never happens again, right? They're making sure that black politics, they are on their playing the playing the long game. Yeah, they're playing the they, long game. And, and, and guess what? They are fucking masters at it. But you know, because the shit know, is fucking you know, working. I mean, yeah. But you know, it, 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 from the bird's eye view, it just looks like a like a bunch of like a bunch of fish out of water flopping around the ground begging for air. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to fight the future. They can't fight the future. They're trying. They're trying really hard. But I think of the thing that they're doing. I, I like the fight. There, the there's a, there's like generations of children who, do, who yeah. don't think like them. Yeah, I don't think they're trying to fight. I don't think they're trying to fight the future per se. I think what they're trying to do is trying to put themselves in position to be in power in the future still. But that, and that's that's where I did. That's why I had to give a pushback on what Crush is saying though. Yeah, we are we're not. You're we're you're raising a generation of children who are a little more open minded. Who are who are a bit more open minded. Sure. Yeah. But at the same time, we're acting like they're not being reared and raised in the same homes as the people that are espousing this foolishness in the first place. We is, Dylan Ruth is was seventeen fucking years old. I mean, not when say he the went. Generation is going to be fine. But, but, no, but no, 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 no. We're not saying. We're not saying. I get what you're saying, but I'm like Dylan Ruth was seventeen years old going into a fucking church to go shoot up nine people, yeah. right? That was he was part of the generation that was supposed to be making the change that was thinking differently. We acting like this, like we're 
the the argument continues to become that hey when all of these old white people die off that we're not going to have this problem oh, when all the that. when all the boomers die off we're not going to have this problem anymore you're forgetting that the boomers that had this mentality are passing this trait on to their children and then they're passing it on to their children so it's a cyclical thing and it's a mentality it's not just like it's not a, like a, a physical trait that you can just wash away it's just like it's, it's, in, it's insidious because we can't we i think we can't fall into the trap that think black people are the only ones who are falling victim to the propaganda of the lies facts i give you that I, we're not the only ones who are being indoctrinated here and i think that's one of the insidious that's a, aspects that's a strong word to of, use of, my of, of propaganda that it it not only will get the one group that you're shooting for, but it'll also make the other group that you already have Spray still and, and remain committed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So when they using the whole propaganda thought process, so during World War II, when they were dropping the leaflets out of the sky, yeah, right? Yeah. Or even during Vietnam, one of the things that the, 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 those guys would do was they would drop leaflets down over the predominantly black gi spaces saying hey you don't want to fight us look what uncle sam is doing to your people back home with actual news stories mm -hmm. and that would be sometimes the first time black gis and this is documented this would be the first time that some of these black gis would hear about the, the violence that was taking place back in the u.s mm -hmm. because what the u.s did was intentionally keep that news away from the black gis yeah, dog. It's 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 depressing. I, I don't have a good news story either. I I don't have anything good to talk about. My shit is even more depressing than the shit that Crescent. Well, we we that's what we're here for. We're here to break the news to the folks. So, what you got next, L? Oh my god, my god, my god, my god. So scrolling through the twitters earlier, I came across the story that uh thank god i had already eaten because i probably would have actually the news story goes eaten alive by insects atlanta man found dead in jail cell infested with bed bugs corn says a man died at an atlanta jail after being eaten alive by insects and bed bugs his family's attorney told usa today on thursday but sean thompson 35, was arrested for a misdemeanor simple battery in Atlanta last summer, officials said, and taken to the Fulton County Jail where he was placed in a psychiatric wing after officials determined he was mentally ill. So hold on. Okay. Mentally ill brother placed in jail for a misdemeanor simple battery. He didn't go to the psychiatric ward First, he went to Gen Pop first, and then was placed in the mental ill wing of the psychiatric wing. Very important distinction there, because his mental illness, I'm almost guaranteed you, has something to do with his misdemeanor simple battery. According to Fulton County Medical Examiner's report obtained by USA Today, Thompson was found unresponsive in his jail cell September 19th and pronounced dead after attempts by responding local police and medical personnel this is where it gets really really disgusting there were no signs of trauma found on thompson's body the coroner wrote 
but his entire body was covered in bedbugs. The report also goes on to note a severe bedbug infestation in the inmate's cell in the psychiatric ward. Mr. Thompson was found dead in a filthy jail cell, and there's pictures that we can actually share, but I probably won't have uh, Sean share them because it is so vile and absolutely disgusting. Uh, it is unlike anything I've ever seen before in my life. Mr. Thompson was found dead in a filthy jail cell after being eaten alive by insects and bedbugs. When you see the pictures of this cell, fellas, what are some of the first thoughts that come to mind? The first thing I honestly thought was, besides like how grotesque everything was, it made me think about all of the news that kept breaking during the pandemic about the, live, the conditions of inmates across the country and what they were facing during the pandemic. You would have never have known that some of these places, people were sick, living in their own feces and vomit and so on, in these places that we spend millions upon millions of our tax dollars to facilitate. I know, and that's one of the things that we have this conversation all the time, that you ask yourself, what is jail for? We talk about the recidivism rate, but what is jail for? Is it to reform or is it to punish? And America has clearly come to a conclusion that jail is for punishment. Otherwise, they would not allow things like this to happen. Talk less of all the sicknesses and things that happen on a daily basis inside of these prisons. It's mind-boggling. You can't even think... Dog, I was watching a freaking documentary on Netflix about uh, the worst jails in the entire world. And like they have yes. all of these and they have all of these prisons from across the globe, from like Brazil to El Salvador to Russia yep. and so on. And you think to yourself, like, like the superficial level, the ignorant part of me is like, damn, I'm glad I'm not over there. Then you start to think to yourself, this type of shit is still happening here in the United States. They're just not talking about it. It's just not put on Netflix. Bro, my man was eaten alive by fucking bed bugs, bro. And in the article, there's actual pictures of his dead body. Yeah. And, yeah. and you... So, you... No uh, human should ever... Have to white, black, that blue, green, or skittle should ever have to suffer that type of indignation and evil. Everybody who... So obviously but, nobody was checking on them. If you've ever been in a place that had bed bugs... They watched them. They probably watched, yeah, them, they watched them die. No, no, no. Oh, but, but I think we're missing... The whole jail needs to be thrown away. But we're missing one of the, 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 one of the most simplest components. Into hell. Yes. We're, we're missing one, one of the most simplest components of it all. <clears throat> Do you know how bad an infestation of bed bugs has to be for a human being to be eaten alive. Like that's, that's not, that, that, that's, that extreme. That that's, that's, extreme that's, that's, that's not, that's not simple. That's not simple shit. And okay. people shut, people shut down facilities just for one bunk having fucking bed bugs. Bro, I've worked in facilities where one person, they saw three bed bugs and they literally shut the whole thing down for six months. For three bed bugs, because of how spread. rapidly Rapid they spread, yeah. they spread. They're attracted to dark, damp, wet, and warm 
spaces. Oh, that sounds like a. Yeah. So, so what? What has the? I said facility. What has the state decided to do at this point? Because yes, that seems to be this, this story. There it is. Literally, there it is. Yeah, I but mean, his death happened a while ago. That's my the point. News of the story has just broken September nineteenth. But that's my thing. We we're just finding out. We're finding out about it now. But by but by this time, after watchdog groups have made noise about the situation, what has the state decided to do to to quote unquote uh, correct it? Five hundred thousand dollar grant to handle the infestation. Uh, They're they're playing. Why you keep cutting off? There we go. Which would have allowed him to remain and be alive if they would have did this shit before. Like, but these were typically monies that they already had that they were supposed oh, it's always to spend. Money it's money they were supposed to spend. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Come on, man. I don't. See, we, 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 okay. We had this conversation last week. I don't know if I can have conversations like this with my children. Like these no, are the real, real, these are the real world truths that happen every single day that impact people. That I want them to understand the, the quote unquote the depths of humanity. But I don't know if I could have these types of conversations with them because you, to like, I'm even surprised that you said that you couldn't have this conversation with your kids. This no, not this one, one, man. Not this one. Not this one. And, and for a number of reasons. The age-appropriate component to this, right? My yeah, girls yeah. are already scared of bugs. The last thing I need <laughs> I to do it. is to invite them and teach them about bed. To say that in they their bed, I dig, it. You I, know dig what I'm it. I dig it. I'm saying like they would never go to sleep, bro. Like, if I send this story to my wife right now, I'm gonna have to leave and start cleaning the house right now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if I send this story, if I send this oh, story, guarantee. I have to clean the house now. Guaranteed. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, shit. all right. I, I, because we've had some sad stories. Oh, you say this is going to be the greatest flipping act that I have ever it's, seen it's, before in my life. If you can turn not, this show the, into listen, a happy go lucky unless you're going to share another one of your fucking DMs. Yeah, don't don't, I've, 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 already, I've already texted the young lady that messaged me and told her to contact El Cabanc expeditiously. I got the cure for all that. Don't worry about it. I, I dig it. I dig it. I want to ask you guys a question. You guys are familiar with AI technology, right? At least in some capacity. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you've now seen the big craze going around with AI art, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay. What would you say if AI moved its way into your music? Isn't it already there? <laughs> it, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a se- I want to play a segment for you, okay? I'm going to play this thing for you, and I want you guys to give me your unabashed full thoughts. The really impressive part about artificial intelligence is that as it gets better and better, it feels more and more like human intelligence, right? Which is why we use that word, to the point where it can actually pass for human intelligence in some cases. Like it passes tests, it solves problems, it finds patterns, it mimics things, and so it can actually kind of fool you into thinking it's intelligent. 
My theory is there are two levels of success of efficiently advanced AI. The first level is when AI-generated content fools you because you weren't paying attention to AI or like looking for AI. So maybe you, like me, saw the Pope photo on your timeline a couple days ago and like just kept scrolling. You just thought, oh, that's a weird picture of the Pope, kind of a cool jacket, I guess. But only when you get told that it's AI and not a real picture does it trigger your skeptical eye and suddenly you're like, oh, that's obviously not a real picture. There's so many things wrong. The hands look weird. The details are garbled. Of course it's a fake picture. But the second level of AI-generated content fooling you is when you know you're supposed to be looking at AI and it still fools you. That's when it gets scary. I got an email a couple weeks ago from an artist you may be familiar with, Mr. Jay Medeiros, one half of Alta and Vain Sill. And they had a new track that they were working on, which was a collab where he raps alongside Jay-Z. Except the Jay-Z voice is not real, it's AI generated. I just needed to hear this and feel what I felt when I first heard this song. They can never become what they aspire to Born in a cell with no one who can inspire you Your highs are was never as high as those lie to you Pretending that they live in the sky Lying behind your roof Shooting holes up at your ceiling So, for those of you who know what Jay-Z sounds like That was absurd Like, that sounded a lot like Jay-Z To the point where even knowing that I'm listening to AI-generated content I can still hear it and sort of enjoy it like I'm actually listening to Jay-Z. Could be more fucking white than to feel entitled to abuse black art. Dude, the first thing you do, the first fucking thing you do with this technological innovation is clone black art. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Cure cancer first. Then do the Jay-Z first, nigga. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that shit. Because <clears throat> if, if I was a lawyer, I would be out, my books would be out to the ceiling on IP law, killing all y'all. So if I was I'm universal, I'd be losing my damn mind. Listen, listen, I'll listen, listen. I'll be going getting the ninjas on you. Listen, 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 listen. So for all intents and purposes, my wife is an attorney. So after I saw this, I gave it to her and I had her look at it. And she said, there's no precedent for this. There's no precedence for this yet. Because nobody has touched it yet. And that, the problem becomes the fact that you want to say that this is name, image, and likeness, but it's not him. There's no precedent for this. So how do you how do you attack somebody for using your voice? But it's, it's not you. It. It's only one way. It's to not do you. It. It's only one way to do it. I put I put I put it this way, B. I put it this way. It's only, it's Keep only it to one yourself, way. nigga. Keep it to yourself. It's only one because, way. Because because if I was the publishing house, if I'm the publishing house, you're in trouble. Don't even don't even conceive of the idea of bringing that shit to any DSP. <sighs> Sean, you are no good motherfucker. I'm gonna tell you that. Don't even write it down. Don't even write it down. 
or you pulled a topic that you knew was going to set this motherfucker on fire. You ate <laughs> The minute I see, the minute see, look at I it. see a biggie single out the blue. When's the last time we didn't have a good crush rant? Boy. This is perfect. <laughs> this is classic. This motherfucker just sat back and then <laughs> leans forward and cuts you out. <laughs> L, what, 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 you, motherfucker's what, mad. What, what are your thoughts about where digital Jay Z? Where's the tail swift from? Where's the tail swift from? This is crush is hot. You don't piss crush off. You think shit, boy. I tell you, boy, you know. That was a good setup too, boy. You, listen, that was good. That was listen, good. That was also a Roland Martin shit with a tight ass listen, ascot. But that was, right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yo. Listen, listen. I wasn't trying to start trouble. I honestly just wanted to get your in the words of Jay Z. Nobody believes you. You need more. You people. need more people. <laughs> and he actually said Yo, that shit. He, he he actually said that it wasn't it wasn't AI it wasn't work. AI, wasn't AI. L, what are your thoughts well, on should, digital Jay Z? First off. It, he sounds like Hove. Like it's, was, that is computer. That is completely said, computer generated. You could have told me that that was unreleased Hove, something that I never heard before, and I would have believed that that was actually Jay Z rapping that. That to me is the scary part about all this AI shit. That in the hands of <laughs> yeah certain folks, <coughs> white people, that they can use this type of shit to manipulate and continue their oppressive, horrible, terroristic tactics against other people. Like, we know that they've probably gotten their hands on this shit before we have, and they're just releasing it because, again, they didn't do Taylor Swift. They didn't do Eminem. They didn't do anybody white. They immediately went to a, uh, a black person to use this because they could have picked somebody white with a distinct voice. Nobody walks around sound like fucking Marshall Mathers. They could have used his ass. But again, I find it's scary to me, man. All this AI. There is there, there is a reason why they didn't use Macklemore and they used Sean Carter. You're right about it's that. Second time, by the way. Oh yeah, it's not the first time. Yeah. Kendrick, Kendrick was the first one. Yeah. And they actually used his voice. A white boy cloned Kendrick already. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, I got ripped apart. Um, uh, Universal went crazy on his ass already. I know what your wife said, but Universal still went crazy. Hold on, you did that to TDE, bro. TDE is, is close to the streets. Like you, they close to the hood. You, you want to leave TDE alone, please? You, you know, you know when I thought that I knew that this was going to be a thing was when Facebook. Uh, if I don't know if you guys remember this, it was a while ago now, not too long ago, maybe like the end of last year, maybe the beginning of fall. Facebook planned on releasing or having a Biggie Smalls yeah, concert, the, the, the hologram, in, in, yeah, in the in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, they were going to use his own. They were going to use his own music, but they planned on releasing a concert in the metaverse of a digital Biggie Smalls, and there was such an uproar that folks were like. It was a legal uproar too. It was a legal battle also that somehow, some way, because again, 
who owns his and who owns these first these people? I, I do not know. Choices? I thought that I thought that Biggie and his excuse me, that bad boy and his mom own do they have own, split ownership, but I could be wrong. Do they own their image and likeness? Is that different than owning their catalog? It it is different, and that's the problem. Like how's the you, problem? It is different. Do you have to license you your image and but don't forget, there's a there's a lot of and um, I know that your boy L hates this shit. But Dave Chappelle talked about this on one of his standups. He was like, you know, when you start signing these contracts and you don't, as a young kid, you don't understand. He's like that you signing off your name, image, and likeness into perpetuity, and that this major corporation owns it for forever, forever and ever. So I don't know how that breaks down because I was always under the impression that Bad Boy slash Puffy and parts of it um miss wallace owned the rights to biggie stuff but and i guess that's from a to the logic, catalog it's not to, yeah. it's not to his image from a though. logical well, standpoint that means biggie would have had to sign over his image and likeness at some point in time via or use of his use of yes his use of his image and likeness you know, yeah. and that sounds like some the estate the estate puffy and the original well, because, I'm I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to get get crushed all hot today. Can't sell the can't can't sell the material. That was great. Say that alone. Say that again, crush. The mother on her own can't market yeah. and sell the material. She needs the publisher. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. And Puffy, yeah, no, you know, it's no longer it's barely in that market. Puffy, Puffy, Puffy can he's. He's a predator. He'll figure out a way to get it done. But he's still going to need a distributor at the end of the day. Well, even in this digital oh, yeah. age, he's still going to need a distributor. Yeah. I mean, Bad Boy Records hasn't been a thing for over a decade. So, okay, okay. he has a yeah, yeah, yeah. that he can put it on. That's 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 true. That's true. Yeah, predators so, find a way I, to continue to prey on people, so he'll figure it out. Right about now is the time we'd like to give you little tidbits of news and words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. Gosh, I hope you've calmed down enough to tell these people what's up, man. What's going on? And um, just want to let people know uh, some incredible albums came out recently, uh, particularly by Mad Lib, Mayhem Loren, and DJ Muggs with Champagne for Breakfast. Oh, awesome record. You said DJ Muggs? DJ Muggs, Madeline, and Mayhem Loren. Great record. I know was how much it, you love Mayhem Loren. Yeah, was it Muggs, the DJ for Cypress Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the one that hasn't slowed down for real, for real. I also got to show some uh, hometown love to Alisa Haskins. He's a great local MC from the DMV. He has a great record um, out called uh, Everything Everything Come Out, you know, Everything Come On Now. And it's called A Price, I believe. He's dope. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. L, what's up? Man, I ain't got shit. I'm just happy to be here, man. I, listen, I got like $5 in my pocket. I'm good. I know that's right. I know uh, that's right. I hope y'all have a good week and see y'all motherfuckers next week. And No bullshit. Hey. <laughs> shit. Lady sliding his DMs. He's already told you that a thousand times on the show. No, nah, they scared. They scared. They, they don't want pleasure. <laughs> all right. This is back on Bumble. This is back on Bumble. Nah, fuck all that. The brother won't be on no date map. This this is this is why I seriously don't like this dude. But I'm just gonna keep I'm gonna keep my hatred to myself tonight. Uh, what's up for What's up for me tonight is the North Dakota legislature. So we've talked enough 
or a bunch on this episode about corrupt and greasy politicians. So check this out. North Dakota legislature <clears throat> was voting on a policy that would extend six, $7 million over the next two school years to fund free- The Senate voted against House Bill 1491, which would have covered meals for students whose families are below 200% of the poverty line. Yesterday, they voted for Senate Bill 2124, which increases in-state meal reimbursements for state employees, including lawmakers during interim legislative meetings, from $35 per day to $45 per day. That's kind of messed up. Low-income kids need to eat. Legislators, guys, they could take a little cut and pay and add it to the lunch menu. A handful of lawmakers voted against school meals and for the meal reimbursements for state employees, including Senate Majority Leader Senator David Hogue. We're trying to keep up with what we understand is explosive inflation in meals and hotels, and so we just, we just only think it's reasonable to keep up with inflation. Senator Hogue says he sees these as two fundamentally different issues. The realities of it are for many families and for many children, the school breakfast and lunch programs they get are often the only food they get in the day. As for the meal reimbursements, Senator Hogue says it was sorely needed. My focus is on passing sound budgets and I think we're doing that. And where we see a need to increase funding, we do it. Senator Hogue says, depending on the committee recommendation, he's open to changing his vote on school meals if he gets another chance to vote. For the poorest of the poor, mm -hmm. they would be provided some way for these little kids to be able to go to school and have food to eat. They threw that policy in the trash. Basically, they voted it down. They said, no, we refuse to give this money to provide food for these the poorest of the poor in North Dakota. Mind you, these politicians on average earn $75,000 a year in North Dakota, where the minimum wage is still the, the federal average, which is like $7.13, and they're making $75K a year. They voted this down. They said the responsibility of feeding these kids shouldn't be on the government. It should be on the parents. It's the parents' fault that these kids aren't eating. We need to make sure that they do their part. The very next week, they voted to add $6 million to their per diem budget for food expenses. I want to say that again, ladies and gentlemen. The very next week, they voted to add more money to their per diem for food. But they told the kids of that state, the poorest of the poor in that state. Fuck you and your stomach. Sometimes I get very pessimistic, man. I, I, tr I try to be, well, let me, let me take a step back. Many times I try to be as optimistic as possible, man, because without that optimism, like what do you have left? But when I hear stories like this, I'm ready to throw the whole thing in the trash and just say fuck I mean, it. It should go in the trash, all of it. Tell me. To throw everything in the damn trash and just say fuck it. Throw it all in the trash and start all over again. The poorest, and this is not even a, some people might even jump to say it's a race issue. Overwhelmingly, North Dakota's population is white. So they white. said poor, poor, poor white kids. Nah, we're not feeding you. 
And as somebody who grew up in this country on free and reduced lunch, I know what that's like. And there's already a stigma associated with these kids when they come to school and they have to essentially beg for food. Some of these kids go to school specifically because that's their only meal for the fucking day. And you not only said no, but said you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay for yourself to have more money to eat. Right, bastards. Yeah, yeah. Crush, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? Uh, the usual on Instagram at the Orange Crush with a K. T-A-C-O-R-A-N-G-E-K-R-U-S-H. No doubt. L, where can folks find you, man? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, man, Instagram at Elgin Bailey. All those places. No doubt. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. I want to thank you guys for kicking in with us one more time this evening, man. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick with us and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Check out past episodes of our show at www.intheblackpodcast.com and make sure you consider coming on over to our Patreon where you can get all the behind the scenes foolishness. You will not regret it. But until next time, as always, informed, intelligent, in In the the black. black. Peace. This is, this is the In the Black Podcast. In the Black, bro. Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. Bretches, what up? I read a black coffee, Bretches. Listen. In the black podcast, like y'all lad, it's all facts. You don't like that, the fault fact. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. You switch fast if you ain't raw, then you're whack. Informed intelligent elements, always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest in them, my excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up here, bro. Man, a specialist. No, what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like, said they my cheat. Who no do it so effortless? I listen, them I learn, man, them listen, them I benefit. Reporting, current event, everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, a scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts. Bringing them to your residence. In your house or your tenement. Listen, they hear intelligence. Body filled with melanin power that's so ascending bright in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate in the black podcast that your lad is all facts you don't like that the fuck back in the black podcast they fucked up who look for watch black up here chat me young flop in the black podcast that your lad is all facts you don't like that the fuck back in the black podcast we all lost the one of them can none of them can control just like that, though. <laughs> 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 <laughs>